giant Must bullshit is the most listened to podcast in the country. country. Welcome back, everyone. Starting next week, which is when the next episode comes out, we will be exclusively brought to you by Disney Plus. Disney Plus podcasts. We will uh we've been in discussions with Disney for probably sixteen ish years about mm-hmm. uh you know, buying the show and the show's only been around for about three or four years now, so um, yeah. you know, they during, saw the potential during they knew pre-production. This was be big. They saw the storyboards and they saw the cast and everything. And we've been in talks for a while, but um, yeah, they play hardball over there. But uh, we finally uh, squeezed a good deal out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this will be a Disney Plus original starting next week. But yeah. We will not disclose the dollar figure that we received. Uh, but they will have exclusive rights. Yeah, to this program. Yeah, and all footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, contained in it. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, we're just excited to finally be part of such a good company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've always wanted to be part of a big media conglomerate. Yeah, like um, Disney Plus. I used to think they were like terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of like a, a threat to to general, you know, like just information in America and the world. You know, just kind of a, uh, you know something very wrong about all of it but uh you know after the undisclosed dollar amount i saw um things changed you know yeah. people change things change seeing my bank account uh i'm looking forward to getting lost yeah. in in the uh swamp of uh video that's available yeah at the click of a a touchscreen button yeah you know you see you see those zeros you know the amount of zeros you know and you think you know what what's individual you know what do i you know mm-hmm. i don't care who i am incidentally suddenly you know this is sort of unrelated bernie sanders seems a lot less appealing to me now mhm uh, just uh i don't know now that i'm rich things just changed yeah money rocks yeah. so uh welcome back to giant monster bull shit oh uh we reviewed a movie today we did maybe not we're about to find out. So what movie did we watch today? Got watched Godzilla. Parentheses. Nineteen ninety eight. I'll let you go first. Have you seen this movie before? How many times? Numerous times. I got into Godzilla when I was a kid. Uh this is something that nobody knows about yet. This is one of the very early ones. I like found out about this after I like sort of had gotten into it. I think the video games that were out were part of the gateway in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd watched some of the old movies and like a handful of like Millennium ones, mm-hmm. but my dad was like, you know, like you know, there's an American one, like a uh, one that's like kind of new. Mm-hmm. It's like, is there? <laughs> and uh, I remember we went to Blockbuster to go rent it, and he was like, let's go get it. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went, and uh, on the little TVs above all the aisle aisles, that you know, the little chunky rows of CRT. Mm-hmm. TVs, uh, a trailer for it was playing uh, while we were picking it up. And we got it, and I watched it. And I was good. I, th- I thought it was all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I-, I thought it was a pretty good movie. And I've watched it, you know, a bunch of times when I was a kid, and then not for a long time, and then probably when I watched it with you the next time that I watched it. 
this time? Not this time. Uh, we've watched it at least a couple times together, or it's been on, mm-hmm. or something. We watched a DVD or something. I feel like, like at Possible. your house. Yeah, I've had the DVD for a while. I don't know what happened. So the first time I ever saw Godzilla was that "Be a Dad" commercial. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's an early one. But I didn't. I, I wasn't articulate enough to. Uh, to be able to ask my parents what was that thing I saw on TV that unnerved me. <laughs> um, so I just kind of filed that away under, like, you know, things that scare me. Uh. Uh, and uh, then Hurricane Katrina happened, and I moved, and this was either given to us or, uh, you know, we picked it up at, like, a dollar bin or whatever, $5 bin, the DVD of it, I mean, and I uh, haven't looked back since. This is my first introduction to Godzilla, really. Uh, this taught me what a Godzilla is. Mm. And I think in my little kid brain, it helped me kind of cope with Hurricane Katrina. Really? Yeah, because my house was fucking destroyed in Hurricane right, Katrina. Yeah. And I didn't really get that just like, you know, hot air pressure <laughs> yeah. you know, was the source of all that. So mm-hmm. I was like, it was probably something kind of like a giant monster if I had to imagine. Yeah, very vague mm-hmm. sense of like, it was probably something with a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this felt like a very contemporary movie at the time. Yeah. Funny to think that, you know, I, yeah. I remember watching it and being like, this is like a brand new movie. <laughs> yeah, like 2005. Yeah. 2004 to 2005. And I was like, this is the brand new one. Mm-hmm. Six years old. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it had some, uh, part of the bonus features were like some trailers for uh, some of the other Godzilla movies. I, yeah. I think like the 90s ones mainly. Yeah. And some like Godzilla toys. And uh, I remember I made my uh, my sister write down because I didn't, I couldn't like write at the time, I don't think. At least, like, full sentences. I was, like, Uh, five. Oh, okay. (laughs) You know, she was, like, uh, you know, because they were, like, Mothra, you know, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, and I was, like, write that down. Uh, And (laughs) she was your assistant? Yeah, and (laughs) I watched this on repeat over and over and over again. This was by far my favorite movie as a kid. Really? This was, like, the end-all, be-all, you know. Movie. Yeah, my parents would just put this on, and I would shut up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, so next time we went to the video store, which was probably a blockbuster, I brought that little list with me. It's like, okay, <laughs> what do they have? All right, you let's know. see what they have here today. And uh, that that was the root of all evil in my life, mm. basically. Yeah, it's fucked you up forever. Mm-hmm. Do you have any brilliant talking points to get us kicked off? I don't even know where to start. Um. I guess I sort of want to talk about like the the place that this movie exists in like sort of uh in like American cultural consciousness mm-hmm. and in like you know where it sits in like the whole you know pantheon of Godzilla shit. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just start by saying like it's not that bad. It's no. not a very good movie at all. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dumb movie. Yeah, but you know. And it's partially nostalgia and, like, a general, like, very sort of, like, uh, just a chunk of, like, the feeling that this movie has mm-hmm. that I, I, I find unique and just, you know, comfortable and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, you know, uh, a prevailing nostalgia critic-esque idea mm-hmm. um, 
you know, is very like, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Not that bad. No, I don't Not think it's all. that bad. I hold, and I think you do as well, but I hold a, it's not just a nostalgia, it's like a particular type of nostalgia because I wasn't alive when this came out. I was in a a weird state where I had been conceived but not yet born when this movie (laughs) released. But uh, movies from the 90s, like uh, the first Ninja Turtles movie and the Mario Brothers movie, like up to this period, there's like a very weird, or not weird, but a particular attitude towards making blockbuster like, big summer movies. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's fallen by the wayside and it, you know, didn't really exist before that period either. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. um I've heard people from like the generation before us, like people in their thirties now, say like mm-hmm. they can't stand that like <laughs> that kind of blockbuster movies. Yeah. Like, you know, this fucking quippy, like yeah. You know, chipper, like they're always playing this fucking like Yeah, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah, happy music and there's always twinkly little stings for stuff. You know, they punctuate that's one of the things I wrote down, this score like punctuates certain little moments, like somebody will go like, huh? You know, it's like ding 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 ding. Yeah, right. you know. Bum bum. Yeah. It's like home alone cut. style scoring. Home alone's one of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, home alone's good though. Uh, but it is good. I think all of these are good. All, all those I movies like that I that I I think they're I think they're good. I mean, I think there there's a a reason why uh, Roland Emmerich and uh, Dean Devlin, you know, did so many of these movies because like they're you know you might not think they've got like a lot of integrity or whatever, but they are like successful action movies. Yeah. Like, you know, in the way that Michael Bay, like, nobody likes Michael Bay, you know, it's, like, popular to shit on him, but, But like... people see it, I mean, he fucking pumps out movies. I mean, not so much recently, but, you know, for a while there, you know, like, 2008 to, like, 2017, it was, like, bam, 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 and they were all making money. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Similar thing. There's something about this that's, like, you know, you compare it to, like, modern big movies, and even the ones that came before, like, you know, even though there's flavors of it throughout the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this particular kind, there's like a life to it. You know, it's like I I have to think about it like, you know, like I, I, I know people have to fucking hate this from when they were, you know, 20s to 30s when they're mm-hmm. when this was around or teenagers, you know. Um, but like compare it to, you know, the big boss block boss busters. Mm. The big blockbusters of like you know throughout like the aughts and the 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 teens, mm-hmm. you know, and this has so much more like life to it, and energy, you know. Whereas like the worst of like action big cinema mm-hmm. today and like you know post nineties is that it's either boring or just completely bland. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's like its greatest crime. You know, the greatest crime these movies commit is being dumb, and uh, these days being dumb is cool. Mm-hmm. It's better than being smart. Exactly. Sometimes. I'm trying to organize my thoughts about this because this is one, my attitude towards it has evolved. You know, it's it's one that is one of the big talking points when looking at Godzilla as a whole, you yeah. know, because it kind of sticks out and for some reason, you know, this one drew a lot of heated opinions and... Yeah. I but, mean, it affected the franchise, like, hugely. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, and, and kind of late into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like 40 years old at that point. But yeah, my my opinion or my attitude, my opinion really hasn't changed 
a whole lot, but my attitude is, you know, different because so many people have, like, made all of the arguments, like, this is one of the best Godzilla movies, uh, you know, like a counter, you know, counterbalancing. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, I... I I don't want to be the millionth fucking person to be like, is it time for us to reevaluate this movie? Yeah. <laughs> but I do like it, and yeah. I mean, I think its its merits are like kind of obvious. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like a pretty, it's weird, you know. You put it in with like the Mario movie, and uh, which both of us like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like the Mario movie a little better than this, or. <laughs> I think it's a better movie than this. Definitely, I I like it more. Uh, you know, we're we're sort of talking a lot about this as like a an entertaining, you know, piece of entertainment. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and we are saying like it's not that bad. You know, in fact, it's pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But like compared to like the other dumb like stuff that goes in the same camp as this, mm-hmm. especially something like TMNT, mm-hmm. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not TMNT. It's a different movie. You know, it's it, it, it's it's not that good. Like it's on the less effective side. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, uh, one thing that's very special about this movie is how fucking bizarrely structured it is, and the decisions it makes in story and stuff. You know, is like is really strange. I don't know. I think it's kind of by the numbers. It's I I feel like it's really weird. I've always felt. It's like the French people, mm-hmm. you know, like all these elements and like the the way that they're like, you know, like, I mean, they do try to like conform Godzilla to like, you know, uh, like a more on the ground uh, sequence at the end with all the little babies, mm-hmm. you know, is like a very, you know, linear thing. But like, you know, you get like an hour into the movie and you feel like it's about to end. Like you feel like you're into the third act, and it's like you still you're halfway through, mm-hmm. you know. And that, I, I don't know, the whole thing just feels so weird to me, and that's probably because I have certain ideas of how I remember the the pacing and timing feeling mm-hmm. when I was like a child. Yeah, you know how I'd probably just shut down. Yeah, for a lar- you know, mentally for large portions of it. Yeah the the part with the egg at the end that was mm. something that was told to me as like a a 12 or 13 year old. Really? Yeah. With all the times I watched it, I always like, you know, at the time when they're like, you know, all patting each other on the back and walking away in the rain. That was the ending. In turn it off. <laughs> Either turn it off or start it all the way over. Uh, I didn't, you know, cause that's the end. Right. And yeah. so I never knew about like the show or any of that. Yeah. You know, that was like before I was conscious and you yeah. know, the whole egg thing. It, it's so weird, you know, because it's obviously, supposed to be a sequel for years after watching this i held out hope that there's going to be a sequel mm-hmm. not held out hope i was just like yeah they're going to make a sequel to that yeah that's you know yeah <laughs> it's like yeah there's going to be another one mm-hmm. which shows how fucked the <laughs> industry already was when we came yeah into it. yeah i mean sequels and shit cheap sequels have always been mm-hmm. a thing but something about that that feels especially shallow like yeah of course there's going to be a sequel mm-hmm. you know fucking brain dead there were um I think there was a completed script for another movie. Really? Yeah. There's videos about it and stuff. It's very weird. I think it's Godzilla fighting like a bug, like really? a giant bug with like drones and stuff. You know, it doesn't sound very good. Yeah. It sounds like even less satisfying than this. I think they're in fucking Australia or something. Ugh. You know, some flat, colorless place. <laughs> good idea. 
Mm-hmm. Good idea. The uh, what this could like could have been is also an interesting story about like the scripts they had ahead of time. You mm-hmm. know, before it like you know totally got wonked out. I can't remember the details exactly of like what happened to fuck it up, but you know, the, it was just like a more traditional. When he's like fighting like a griffin or something. Yeah, something. at one point Stan Winston was attached. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton was was set to direct at one point. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. That that was like a while before I think I I, I want to say that was like in the eighties, maybe when he I could mm. be totally wrong, but I do know that he was like set to direct. Yeah, at some uh, point the first American Godzilla reboot would have been cool. Would have been we'll pretty, never know. Yeah. At least a little more interesting. I I really don't like Roland Emmerich stuff. Um, mm-hmm. gonna be honest, I, I I think that's a pretty popular opinion, really. But you know, people are like Independence Day is okay. I think Independence Day. I don't know if I've seen another. Did he do Twenty Twelve? Yeah, he did. Okay. Well, well, that's lots of whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's I I've never liked that one. It feels like oh they're trying to have like an adventure, but like everyone on Earth is dying. Yeah. Too. I, I mean, I don't know. I I didn't like that movie because it scared me. I don't. I very stressed out. I would sit in class in like fourth and fifth grade thinking about the entire world ending. Yeah. Similar. Um, yeah, yeah. Similar thing happened to me, you and know, I was I'd like, like oh. I thought it was kind of fucked up that they were making a movie about it. Yeah. I was like, that's really gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> my my attitude towards it was like, it might happen. <laughs> you know, I was like, you're making a movie about this, but it might actually happen. Yeah, real funny, dude, real cool. <laughs> uh, my, I remember uh, seeing a movie, and uh, there was a trailer for 2012, and it was like a teaser where like a monk went to the top of a mountain to ring a bell or something, and mm-hmm. then there's like a bit, a massive tidal wave as big as a mountain, you know, and it gets him, and I remember being like, fuck. <laughs> And then afterwards, being like, is the world going to end? I was at the movies with my dad. Mm-hmm. I was like, is the world going to end in 2012? And he said, no, because the Bible says <laughs> that you'll never know when it's going to happen. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. Duh. Amen. Amen. That's what um, I said. And then I didn't worry about it. I think the Roland Emmerich touch kind of lent itself to a, a, a monster movie. That's, But the lame thing about disaster movies is that they're always, like, so intangible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think that's probably why Independence Day, out of all of his stuff, has, like, more of, like, a legacy to it, is because, like, There's you an know, actual it was an alien movie. Force. It wasn't just, like, oh, shit's falling apart. Yeah, oh, no, you something know, has happened. Like, there's volcano movies. Yeah. Where it's, like, the villain is a volcano and maybe some guy who, you know, and there's uh, you have to fix a fucking convoluted plot to get in there so that you can have an antagonist. Mm-hmm. But when, like, yeah. you know, there's a reason for the destruction to be happening, you know. Just more physical, compelling. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's it's better. You know, I mean, that's just a giant monster movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a, yeah. a disaster movie with a, you know, focal point. But, yeah, this is, I mean, a lot of the dumb stuff that I love Mm-hmm. comes from this but also watching it like the the terrible bits the cheesy ass bits that are just like they're so great because they suck so fucking hard mm-hmm. you know uh, I love the guy who plays Leon the Professional I've always liked him I love his John uh, Reno is that his name John Reno mm-hmm. is that how you say it I don't know who, who cares? cares 
He's great. Um, always. Is he still doing movies? Have you seen him in anything? He was in like a a kind of recent movie from like a couple of years ago where he pay, he played like some kind of I didn't see it, but he was like some kind of like retired assassin or something and mm. you know. I don't know what if he's doing anything like actually good. Right. You I know, hope or if so. he's just getting cast by people who liked Leon the Professional <laughs> and are now making shitty fucking, you know, yeah. atomic blonde or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. lame ass action movies. But he's great. I, I love his stupid face. I love his f- mm-hmm. French capital F. Three F's in a row, French face. Um but anyways, he he's got a bunch of shitty bits where they're the you know they come back and it's like, I got the coffee. Here we go. And he's like, they don't have croissants. Yeah. And he holds up a donut. He's like, mm-mm. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, the coffee is so bad. Yeah. You know, and it's like, first of all, French people just already should know this. Right. Think, yeah. But I don't know. Not exactly normal. He's the only French person who will be saved. Yes. I can let you know that right now. He's the only one. I can't think of any other French people that will, uh, that'll make it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Matthew Broderick. I love Matthew Broderick. I like Matthew Broderick. It's very funny. This is the election phase of his career in my mind. Yeah. He's in election. You need to see election. You haven't seen that. That's right. I'm sorry. He's very good in that. Um, and it's like, you know, a, a year or two apart from this. Mm-hmm. It just it just brings to light. It's like, damn, he's getting a fucking kind of a knucklehead script mm-hmm. here and not, maybe not good direction with it because he, he acts really w- kind of weird in the movie uh the matthew yeah. Broderick comes out a little bit more i like it but you know i'm not gonna pretend like it's good yeah it's it's a very particular thing i haven't seen matthew broderick in a whole lot war games mm-hmm. saw a little bit of war games but like it's weird seeing him like as like a a full adult you know and some of those like signature quirks of his are like you know, outside of playing a, a a young man or a teenager, it's like not charming. It's just fucking weird. Like yeah. he gives me fucking Big Bang Theory, <laughs> Sheldon vibes in this yeah, movie. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, you know, not not so much enjoyable, but mm. just awkward, weird. It, that complements Election a lot. It, it's a very similar vibe to it, mm-hmm. put to a, a better script. I I I I love Matthew Broderick. Um. He's awesome. I wish he was in more movies. Yeah, but the I, accident wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. It was an accident. Yeah, I love him. Uh, <laughs> either, either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie, uh, I love watching this during like really, really rainy days. Me too. That I think that was, if it wasn't the first time I watched it, it was one of the earlier times that I watched. I remember it being very rainy outside and a weekend. Fuck, can't go outside. Damn it. You know, and but then I was like, okay, I guess I can watch a movie. You know, and I think we had it rented. Mm-hmm. I never bought this movie, I don't think. I think I was always renting it. It was one of those. Mm-hmm. It's like, which movie do you want to rent? This again? again? <laughs> you sure you don't want something new? Mm-mm. This again. This again, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pay for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, Scratton, this is a very good rainy day movie. I agree. Yeah, I think I mentioned it before a while ago on some other review, but I remember thinking that this was uh that every Godzilla was the same Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And uh it's especially funny to think back now 
on that fact, you know, right, seeing you how different, one... you know, this one looks. It's obviously, like, you know, trying to be different. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's the same Godzilla. He just looks kind of different sometimes, yeah, but that happens. It's Godzilla. Radiation. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I, watching the uh, opening credits this time uh, reminded me that, like, you know, there's, like, an implied, like, you know, he's, like, a radiated iguana or whatever. Sort of, but also maybe but, a dinosaur. Maybe. But, you know, I as a kid, I never thought that the iguana had anything to do with him. I thought it was just an iguana that was irradiated. I, I thought they were like, you know, this is a lizard just like Godzilla. Oh, you know, metaphor. Like, yeah, I thought they were just like, you know... Mm, you know, kind of teasing what's to come. Uh, a lizard. Yeah. It'd be think... a shame if there was a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. I thought he was just an iguana. I was like, interesting backstory. <laughs> interesting. An iguana. Mm-hmm. What would happen if an iguana got blown up by a <laughs> nuclear bomb? <laughs> the, the intro now, so much of this movie is like, has worked its way into the DNA of modern giant monster movies. Totally. Yeah. Like the uh, the intro, it, it was really like startling. Uh, whenever I saw the uh, 2014 movie, you know, in theaters, like mm. how similar the intro is. Yeah. Like I think they even use like the same explosion. Like there's like a famous. Yeah. There's like a fan like stock, know. not stock, but it's like you know military footage of. Yeah. A hydrogen bomb or something. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure they used the exact same like footage, just mm-hmm. like you know. Without scan lines and... Yeah, they've got scan lines and... Film grain. Film grain and and scratches and stuff. And it's orange. It's a very odd... Yeah, it's an odd choice. Choice. Um, It's old. I remember hearing in like a special feature that they were like really... uh, Like apparently the, the fucking French Polynesian like nuclear testing or whatever was like very topical at the time. Really? And... uh. That's that was like while the a, weird French shit comes in. Yeah, yeah, but that <laughs> they thought that was like you know a really like in the same way that you know the Lucky Dragon boat right. was like you know an influence on the original. They were like trying to use that as like the jumping off point for this, you know, which is funny because it's not remembered at all. No, yeah, you know, pretty much. That's a lot of like minor things, you know. Like the '90s had like smaller versions of every serious type of crisis, mm-hmm. you know, very manageable, peaceful time for America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that uh, that is funny that they're trying to do that. It, it's it's really similar starting on that boat of Japanese people. Like people people always talk about how like disrespectful this is to like the Japanese. Godzilla before yeah. it and like how like they're you know being deliberately you know different you know to distance themselves yeah. and like th- there's clips of like I think Dean Devlin talking about how you know like he thought it was stupid that you know using like rubber suits or whatever was the original source material of great interest to you I think Godzilla changed over time you know it was only over time during the 22 sequels that it became kitschy and campy and you know uh, somewhat cheesy and in essence, we feel that it's more respectful to to have a new creature than to to mess around with the old one. Yeah, whatever. But what I was getting at with that is saying, like, you know, for something that you know people consider to be disrespectful, it does feel to like it's paying pretty direct homage. Yeah. To yeah. the Japanese, you know, the the origins of mm-hmm. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I was saying a minute ago, it I feel 
the uh, the DNA of this movie like in so much like all the rainy stuff. Yeah, reminds me so much of Pacific Rim. Totally, and it ha- it has to be like you know that has to be in there somewhere, whether it's like subconscious or whatever. For Guillermo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or just whoever, you know, uh-huh. added that to Pacific Rim is like, you know, there's so much rain. And even, even like, the creature design looks really similar. Like, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of those monsters look like they come from, like, the same, you yeah, know, like a grayish, design bluish. process of, yeah, and then yeah. just, like, you know, kind of lumpy, lizardy type stuff. And, and I don't remember anything really like this outside of, like, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, the weird kind of, like, He's not like glowing, but like he's got like those kind of bright colors. Yeah, uh, I love. Uh, I mean, it's classic. You know, I I don't even really want to talk about how dumb this movie is because it's like you know who the people f- have already covered that. You already know that it's like, and I mean, it is dumb. You know, I feel like people zero in a little bit on the dumb stuff, but like mm-hmm. broad strokes, the plot is also really stupid. Uh, in a way that I feel like doesn't get a ton of attention, but I don't really have much interest in talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, love fucking the lighter in front of the Japanese guy. What did you see? In mm-hmm. general, it's not like stupidity of like, why would Godzilla? Yeah. God, this isn't even like Godzilla. But like, just like uh, this type of filmmaking where it's like, nonsense progresses the plot. Yeah. Like fucking nonsense. And it's it's great. Doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Eat your popcorn. Who cares if it makes <laughs> yeah. sense? Yeah. Dumbass, mm-hmm. you know, nerd. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not that, you know, relative to uh, the movie we watched previously, King Kong Lives. This makes a lot more sense. No, definitely, it's it's way less nonsensical. But it is it, it's a very particular type of just like it, it, this is like a this is like um like teenagers from the mid aughts making a movie, you know, like in terms of like I'm the freaking military. I've got to do this. Like, really just, like, mm-hmm. sort of really vague mm-hmm. ideas of certain roles in, like, American action movies. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, blockbuster stuff that got, like, parodied a lot, I feel like. that mm-hmm. you And you, like, you just don't see stupidity like this in big stuff anymore. I yeah. guess you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Because there is a lot, and it's partially just, you know, nostalgia for a completely different, you know, world and, you know, industry and culture. Yeah. But um I really do miss getting dumb, big and dumb in the way yeah. that this gets, you know, without cuz like so much stuff now, like if it's big and dumb, it's also dry, you know, and yeah. boring and it's like ashamed of itself mm-hmm. half the time. I'm speaking really broadly, but you know, like uh the shittier side of like superhero movies or um you know, the Transformers movies. Where there is like a sense where it's like, you know, they have some idea mm-hmm. of how much they suck, you know, but this is this has like no clue. This thinks it's great. It yeah, it does know? think it's great. And it embodies uh a, a sort of uh dead uh America now that uh you know, a nice like Bush era or close to Bush era, uh where it's like just no none of none of America really seemed to have uh, much of a clue as to how stupid it was, how big, how good they had it, mm-hmm. and just how dumb they were. Yeah. Yeah, and I miss it. I miss being stupid. Me too. St- stupider than I am now. Amen. A- and a woman. And a woman. Yeah. But the the part, which is a big dumb scene, but the part when the helicopters are like chasing Godzilla around- 
Yeah, like through skyscrapers. City. Yeah, like that yeah. part is still like so fun for me. There's a, a yeah. game for the PlayStation that we played, but I, I played it a lot as a kid. War of the Monsters or something? Uh, Yeah. I think it was called War of the Monsters. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. But there was a lot of... um. A lot of stuff you don't see with Godzilla typically because he's usually portrayed as being a lot bigger. Mm. But like the running around, you know, between skyscrapers like added like a scary element. And they, they don't really play that up in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But like there was always this tension I felt as a kid, and it was very similar when playing that game because you could run around cities like this. But, you know, as a kid it was always like nerve wracking for me, like when he'd go around a corner and they'd lose him. Yeah. You know, yeah. because he felt like he could be anywhere, but also he's like, you know huge. He's fast and yeah. giant and I don't know, that was really unique and it still is kind of unique and it, it I guess that kind of morphed into Cloverfield. Maybe, yeah. You know, that yeah. that sense of you know, the or that, that attitude towards making a giant monster movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I really like that part, even though it's like a little bit frustrating because it's like how Yeah, you that's know, such a like weird buildings and stuff. To me, that's such like an idea from the outset that's so weird because I think it is like, you know, like some group of screenwriters or a screenwriter, you know, that's like the idea, you know, you say it out loud, like he could hide anywhere in the city. Mm-hmm. It's got all these skyscrapers. You say that, and it's like, no, he couldn't and just fly over <laughs> yeah. them, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, it sounds like they said that, and they just went forward with it without really considering it, because like somebody says it, like, you know, he's in Manhattan, he could be anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere on Manhattan, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, and like yeah. it's it's so weird that they go that way with it. This whole movie, not to totally go off from what you're saying, but this this movie has always str- uh, struck me, you know, in after you know post childhood mm-hmm. as like a really just sort of strange direction to go. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like story and like what they do with like what you know what Godzilla does. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a city, it's it's a really strange direction to go where he's like hiding constantly and like burrowing, yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. It, it, it's or it it really is like just you know if you sat down to write one of these, it's really just not the first like an impulse you would have to be like he's hiding and they lose him. Ooh, you know, it's like that kind of like loses the the point. Yeah, of having yeah. a giant monster, it's like. No, you're losing like the appeal, kind of. Yeah. Although it's kind of cool to have like a moment where it's like, where'd he go? Uh huh. Or something. You yeah. Know? Because yeah. there's a couple of those, even though they make zero sense, where they go to like an open building and they're like, where is he? You know? Yeah. Uh, and then he just comes through from like behind them. Yeah. Somehow. I think a lot of the, the Godzilla like going away, like, oh, we have to lure him out because we lost him. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff happens because. At the time, and I guess still not so much anymore, but I guess we're getting better at it, we being Americans, we weren't used to writing movies where, like, the the events of the movie are kind of happening on the terms of the antagonist, mm-hmm. where, like, in, in Godzilla movies, you go through the whole movie and, like, Godzilla's always there. Mm, you know mm. what I mean? Like from beginning to end, he's always just around. And you know, there's there's ones like in the first movie where he'll like go back in the water for right, a while, yeah. or like Biolante where he's like in a volcano for a while. But mm-hmm. largely in Godzilla movies, 
Godzilla's just around, like, in the background for the whole plot. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with with the idea they were going in with where this is, like, a killable Godzilla, you know, basically, yeah, where yeah. it's, like, you know, you know, if it was just this guy versus the army, he would lose, so they have to have, like, another angle where he's, like, you know, slippery. and Right, yeah. He's anyway. going and hiding in the subways. Yeah. I, it's just, like, it's just the... Uh, not good writing, you know, trying to get him away basically so that they can yeah. have like scenes with people. Yeah. You know, and then not sort of... knowing how to do that. So they're just like, he, they lost him. Yeah. They're just sort of forcing the script to go in certain places so that they can have certain things happen. Mm-hmm. Stinks of rewrite. Yeah. You know, or just, you know, not very good story ideas. The rain in this movie has a great feel. This movie's got great atmosphere. I think we talked about it a little bit already, mm-hmm. only thirty minutes ago. Right, but um, it it really is great. the 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 sequence where he first appears is uh really really funny and also really really good now, like funny as in laughing at the movie. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I remember distinctly the old guy going out there and like those homeless yes. dudes being like, "You think you're gonna catch any fish today?" <laughs> You know, and he's like, oh, let's hope I don't, maybe maybe one day you catch something big, like Godzilla yeah. <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, right, like, that's gonna happen. You know, like, okay, I'm gonna go out to the end of this pier, wherever it is. I don't know if he's just like, there's the Atlantic Ocean right there, <laughs> or what, or if he's fishing in the Hudson River. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't have any idea of the geography of fucking New York, so. Yes, but um, New York's not even real, so yeah, it doesn't not, matter. It's in movies. Who fucking gives a shit? Yeah, he <laughs> starts fishing, and it's really funny. You know, it's like, oh, looks like you got a bite. Wonder what that is, huh, man? <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, oh, oh, it sure is big. You know, but uh, I don't know. I love it. And then, like, you know, this huge fucking mound of water, which is actually a great visual mm-hmm. to just imagine, like, this, the water swelling. Yeah, around something, and he's yeah. like, oh, oh. <laughs> he starts like running down, and I don't know if they've like you know composited him. Yeah, they've composited onto him that. onto yeah. a miniature, and yeah. it looks really good. Though it looks really good. You know, you look at it, and the only way you know that is because it's like that's the only way it would be possible because he's so fucking old. Yeah, you know? and, and also, it's like, like it's, it's it's not perfect. It's kind of catching up to him. It's like, you know, it's breaking up the, the yeah, pier. Yeah. And it's catching up just a little bit to him where he'd be like stumbling. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff. There's a little bit of like parallax or like, you know, his shadow should be, you know, changing a little more than it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it looks so good because like the, it's drawing your eye away from that so yeah. much. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's just sort of happening while you're looking at Godzilla. But it's a great visual. There's not really like a build. Like they kind of like fuck around for a while in the first act of like, you know, oh, there's a Godzilla that has suddenly decided and it's something. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's like, you know, a couple boats get taken down. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like they quite build. Like no, it just would? feels like they decide, like, all right, here's the part when we're going to have Godzilla show yeah. up. And it's just like a bunch of stuff all at once. Yeah. And watching it now, like back when I was a kid, I was like, yep. You know, but yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but now it's it's like that's such a fucking weird. Maybe it's just because of like now I have different ideas, but no, because like Independence Day like builds really, you know, deliberately. I haven't seen Independence to, uh, Day. You haven't seen it? It's not that good. People actually. Like I want to really see good. it. You should see it. But yeah, he j- there's like that's a great like part, 
And it's also so funny to imagine that old man like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's know. great now because like every every time I've rewatched this, you know, progressing into my adulthood, uh, it, you know, it makes less and less sense. You know, <laughs> and it, it's always made no sense. But to me, yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like he throws the line like a few yards in front of him and Godzilla's coming from like hundreds of yards away <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's like somehow he's gotten that and pulled it like he he was there and then he went back and now he's yeah yeah like and he, i also like the idea that godzilla was just there yeah he's just the, like bloop. yeah oh you know <laughs> uh it, it's the, so funny it's so like fucking i don't know if i want to say it's disingenuous I don't know if I'd say that, but it's like so like there's always like in the middle of action scenes, there's like little, you know, like almost gag ass. Yeah, just cheeky stuff. bullshit. Yeah, like, happening like uh at the very beginning when that like ship goes down uh, mm, with all the Japanese guys on it. Yeah. And, you know, it, and stuff like this always happens in movies that this guy's done and other movies like it. Mm-hmm. Blockbusters of this ilk. Like, uh, one guy falls over, one that stands out in my mind is, like, a guy falls over in the ship and a bunch of kitchen knives come down in front of his eyes and he's like, go! Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, it's 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 all, it's sort of out of place, you know? And, yeah, definitely, you know, at that part. That it should be like, well, because partially it is like, whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's strange. It's really strange. But, uh, yeah, that whole sequence is also very enjoyable when Godzilla first shows up Mm -hmm. in the city. And there's some pretty good compositing at certain parts. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that it's raining. There's guys, you know, loading onto a truck. You know, like stock, like, come on, we got to get this stuff on a truck. Yeah. And uh, another, like, you know, cutesy fucking Mm -hmm. little gag bullshit is like a guy's listening to music and reading the paper in the driver's seat. Yeah. And, like, Godzilla's, like, he should be shaking the ground. Is shaking the ground. Is shaking the ground, (laughs) and he's just like, "Mm mm-hmm, you know, and then he doesn't notice anything's happening until the fucking truck itself gets picked up. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's all fun. That that part's like really like okay okay mm-hmm. this is what you this is you know what you pay the price of a ticket for seriously you yeah know? the the thing that strikes me as being really weird now about that opening scene you know and as watching it as a kid I was like this is so tense this uh-huh. is Godzilla's going crazy and nobody knows what to do but um in the city you mean. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Like first appearance. Okay. Yeah. Like when he shows up and he like jumps over that bridge and then he yeah. like goes up to the truck and picks that up mm. and you know, but uh, you know, watching it now, it's it's odd to me that they are still because they had this whole ad campaign of like, oh, what does it look like? You know, you're only seeing parts of it, and it's so weird that they like kept that going in the scene that should have been like showing him off in all of his glory. Like, yeah, that should be like the big scene. Like, holy shit, we're seeing it for the first time, and it's doing, it's picking up cars and yeah, shit, and it's jumping, yeah. and it's eating people. Holy shit. But they're still acting like, what does it look like? Yeah. What could this be? Yeah, you're getting like full body shots where he's like, you're just kind of getting a glimpse of him. Yeah, like he's going past really fast or yeah. like you're just seeing like his eye or something. Yeah. And it's like, why are you doing that? Yeah, I don't know what you- Like it doesn't necessarily look bad, but it's like, this is your opportunity. Yeah, I'm not exactly- To be like, this is the big- What are you saving? Crazy it? monster that we, yeah. we've been building to. And then, yeah, they never save it for like a better moment or anything. There's never like a big- nah. Not that you need one, but it's it seems like they're saving it for like a reveal. 
Well, they they or kind like of a glory shot. The shot when Godzilla is uh, coming out to like eat all that fish that they mm-hmm. brought. They act like that. They're playing like a broke ass Jurassic Park yeah, song, yeah, and they like are. they're they're showing him, and they're like, "Wow, look!" But it's it, it doesn't feel yeah. The composition. Yeah, you've seen a bunch of them at that point to where it's like, okay, I'm just kind of filling in the cracks at this point. Yeah, like this shouldn't be. You know, when you when you want to show him off is when he's actually doing shit, not like okay, we're having this part when Godzilla needs to get this stuff and then leave. Yeah. You know, typically that's stuff you'd want to cut around, but no, we're actually seeing him slowly walk to get this stuff. You know, and yeah. they're trying to make a scene out of it, I guess. But you know, what I'm saying is that like the fanfare of like, look, it's Godzilla should have been put into mm-hmm. that scene that was like action packed and like tense. You know, instead of this like kind of yeah. leisurely, like boring, you yeah. know, just doing this sort for of the lull sake of, in, you know, yeah, like the, we have to do this to get to another part of the story. It's yeah, it's it's really just an odd, mm-hmm. an odd choice, and you know, it, it's kind of bad, but more than anything, it's just I'm just not sure what the yeah what the what what the idea there was. It yeah, seems... it might have read differently. In the script or whatever, I don't know. but yeah, it's just really strange. I I especially loved the part as a kid when Godzilla's um like walking past the building. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, Mister Newsman from the Simpsons is there. Yeah, saying like, "Go, a giant. What is it? A giant lizard or something? What's no, going on? No, he's, he's saying, not even saying. He's anything. saying like, "I need a big story. Yeah, where is my big story?" <laughs> You know, and then Bart Simpson's like, look behind you. I think I found your big story. And he's yeah. like, huh? And then Godzilla's yeah. gone. He's like, no, that's nothing. I need a big story. Yeah, <laughs> I need a big story. It is. He might as well be saying that over and over again to her. Yeah. Like, look behind you. And then also Barney the dinosaur is playing next to him. And it's like, okay, chill out. Yeah. You know, but also I love it because it's so because it really is like, I need a big story. I need a big story. Seriously, yeah. I, hmm. Um, but <laughs> as a kid, I that was like the most like you know gripping my seat because <laughs> his know. tail goes by. It is a nice little like, you know, but like whoa. You it, know. Seeing it as an adult, it's like you know it wasn't supposed to play out like you're you're supposed to be scared for him. Like no. you know, Godzilla's not going to go through that building. But as a kid, I was like, Godzilla's going to fucking crash through that building any second. <laughs> And you're going to die, and you have no idea because you're on the phone. <laughs> but that was so stressful for me. And um, there was a, a similar part to a uh, a teaser that came out for the 2014 Godzilla. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was like a clip like from the POV of like an office building. It was like all the powers out in the city, and then Godzilla like walks by. Mm, but I think I did. I remember uh, something about like seeing this as a kid, like developed that as like you know something I really liked, and yeah, so seeing that yeah. as like the first official, you know, like yeah. reveal of that Godzilla got me like really, really hyped. There, that is a, a a great idea to show him like obscured by like windows, like you can't catch a full view of mm-hmm. him. You know mm-hmm. that that's something that the twenty fourteen one definitely did like catch on to. It's like mm-hmm. okay, you know, like kind of, you know, ha- just that's like a compelling idea just to have something giant you can't see. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean when like I I I say that modern giant monster movies like took shit 
from this and like feel, elaborated yeah. on it because that is i think uh uh compared to stuff that like the millennium and uh you know the heisei mm-hmm. ones were doing it is like at least that's you know it's like an american way of doing it mm-hmm. you know yeah or at least yeah. it's the way that the american ones tend to seem to lean towards mm-hmm. i know you haven't seen the heisei gamera movies but mm. that is they do that. They do that a lot. They do that a lot. Okay. So, I, so and, maybe this. But also, yeah, you know, okay. I don't know in the same way that like, I, so I'm pretty sure that this was like an influence on like Cloverfield, this being 1998 Eight. Godzilla. I'm pretty sure it was like a, maybe even an indirect influence, but you know, on Pacific Rim, Cloverfield, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even, shit, if, like even if it's a bad movie, it's but, like um, not insignificant. But I don't know. In the same way that I'm sure that that was, because, like, you know, definitely for Godzilla, because, like, there was, like, kind of a deliberate, like, we don't want to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there, that had to be, like, on the minds of the filmmakers. But I don't know if the Gamera movies were. Like, I just don't know if the Gamera movies were ever, like, an influence on big, you know, Hollywood directors. I'm sure some, you know, maybe people like Tarantino or something, you know, people who have like a compulsion to see every movie. Probably Guillermo del Toro. I'd imagine. Maybe. He's into it enough to where that has to be. Right. He's into Ultraman and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he has to. But I know like, you know, the people, the people making Godzilla movies now, which like, you know, at first glance appear to be like, you know, ultra fans of all of this, you know, giant monster shit, like. You know, I've listening to commentaries and stuff. Like, they don't seem to be a hundred percent familiar with, you know, a lot of the stuff because stuff Some that like them, I yeah. would think are like influences from other movies are not. They're yeah. just like completely accidental. You know, all, all the you know. My point is, you know, the Gamera movies did that, but I don't know if that would be something that was borrowed. I think it was just kind of convergent evolution as far as yeah, yeah. you know, making giant monster movies. Yeah. But that whole sequence is great. I love uh, one of the most memorable sequences is definitely um, Hank Azaria uh, running out into the rain with his camera. Iconic. Yeah. And him, uh, you know, going up to Godzilla and seeing it being like, whoa, whoa. You know, it is like sort of an exciting sequence. You know, watching him like run through, you know, the whole. We get the best line of the movie right, right before then. Oh yes, we get get back here. What's that? It's great. Movies were better. The, I I saw one of those videos that like I don't know if it was like The Verge or whatever. They do those videos where it's like Hank Azaria looks back at his movie career, and uh, I watched the part when he was talking about this movie. Mm-hmm. And he said he was like very excited about getting the part, and I think he was on the phone with his girlfriend or something. And um, like right before they started shooting, they said, I think it was Roland Emmerich's idea, but he wanted the entire movie to happen while it's raining. And so he was like told his girlfriend, he's like, we're going to do the whole thing while it's raining. It's going to be really cool. He thinks it's going to look really good. And she was like, oh, God. Uh-huh. And he's like, what? And apparently filming rain scenes is like way worse because yeah. you're like cold and fucking mm-hmm. wet and heavy and mm-hmm. like doing that over and over again. It's like apparently miserable. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's something I never would have considered because I love the way it looks. Yeah, I like it. It's like a nice and, and it like obscure stuff. It's it's just atmospheric. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice. And the way like I love Pacific Rim, too. You know, mm-hmm. that's also rainy. But like something about like actually seeing like 
you know, rain being dumped on a set, you know, yeah. compared to CG rain. Like, I don't know. It looks so much better. Like, I don't yeah. I, I can't think of a better way to say it. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, actually seeing that, like, on film, you know, with, like, zero compression. Right. You know, yeah. and just seeing it, it looks so pretty. It really does. It's great seeing it. And New York is, like, a nice city for that, too. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, watching him run through cars and, you know, get out of my way, you know, the big ass, you know, videotape camera. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, starts recording it. Uh, that, watching that is definitely a big one. I thought for sure I was like, this guy's dead when, he's, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid. It's like, this guy's dead for sure. And then the foot, you know, steps on him. And that's watching it now is like, woo, that looks rough. Mm-hmm. That is like, you know, kid in his backyard with a green screen level yeah. stuff where it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know what, what you could do to fix it, but it's rough comes down on him mm-hmm. and then it comes up and I was like, Whoa, holy shit. He made it. You know, as a kid, I was like, that's crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, that's a cool idea too. I like that. And I think everything yeah. everything in the movie after that is definitely sort of, to me, I don't know if it's entirely worth remembering beyond yeah. that because it, it really it really sags after that pacing-wise, tone-wise. It's just kind of like it sort of loses its way. Even though it was like dumb and not, you know, especially good up until this point, it's like that's the, that's the movie's best stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think this is one that also... Nostalgia critic types uh, talk about a lot, but it's it's one that gets to me mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, Siskel and Ebert in this movie, yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. It's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one thing if you just have this guy that looks like Roger Ebert a little bit, yeah, and then have him do the thumbs up thing or something, yeah. But he's like, it's like I'm Mayor Ebert. I'm the mayor of New York. Yeah. It's like, okay, why? And he's like, I give two thumbs up and I kind of fuck up <laughs> the, no, but not really. I'm just kind of not very useful. It is. It's, and then he has like an assistant to the mayor who's Gene Siskel. I, I don't. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't get it. it it's it's really, it would have been cool if it was actually Siskel and Ebert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're like making fun of them. Or, like, really angry at them for some reason? Yeah, it's a critique that's been made before, but I think uh, Roger Ebert himself said, like, why didn't you have Godzilla eat us? Yeah, he's like, I don't... Like, it is. it really does come off as, like, you're just, like, here to, like... Y- you did that, like, just to call him fat? You know what I mean? Like, the a running bit, joke yeah. is, like, you know, you eat so much candy. You... He's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> shut <laughs> up, like, Gene. It's like, is that it? Is yeah. that the extent of this this parody that you're doing? It's also like, why is Roland Emmerich even? I think they liked Independence Day a lot. I don't know. Um, but um, I mean, maybe Roger they Ebert, disliked Stargate. Maybe, but I'm not really crazy about Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some infuriating <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, opinions. I mean, he's whatever. He's you know just a little. Uh, personality more than anything. They were good for movies, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the whole movie industry, like, I don't want to, maybe not the whole movie industry benefited from them, but, like, I don't know, bringing yeah. movie discourse 
you know, yeah. to people's homes is like, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you talking know, get, about stuff yeah, and saying like, this is good, this is bad in like an honest way that isn't, you know, like they're obviously just like saying what they think. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, is like you know they're just saying what yeah. they think. Uh, you know, uh, Roger Ebert's you know just occasionally randomly uh, stupid ass opinions are proof of that, right? You know, like his Blue Velvet infuriating <laughs> footage of him. Yeah, he he urging. didn't like uh, Starship Troopers. That's right. Uh, Roger Ebert yeah, really he didn't, didn't get like it. Starship Troopers, and he was like giving Gene Siskel like shit about liking it. Mm-hmm. You're out of your mind for liking Starship Troopers. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're just as smart as this dude. Why, you know, just occasionally it doesn't click for him for whatever yeah. reason. But it, yeah, it's, it's funny whatever. because, yeah. like, the which they were right when they reviewed this, like, their review about this was just like, you know, it's big and stupid. Like, that's a, you know, like, not even really like a spiteful review. No, you just know, like it's not they very They didn't good. return the spite. That was no, like given yeah. to them. They were just like, that was weird. You yeah. probably won't like this movie. I'm, you know, yeah, <laughs> just gonna be honest. It's not great, mm-hmm, you but, know, and that's all the thought they gave to it. Yeah, they weren't really like, they just didn't. I mean, and, and it makes sense to, to come away from this, you know, as them to be like, I'm not sure I really yeah. understand because mm-hmm. it is just weird. It's like they kind of, they commit to it pretty hard by saying like Mayor Ebert. Hi, this is Gene Siskel right here, mm-hmm. and we're really stupid kind of bumbling little guys. Maybe this movie gave them cancer. Oh, that's so sad. They they both got uh cancer. Yeah, they both got from this movie. <laughs> yeah, they both got the raw end of a deal with their cancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger Ebert more than anybody. And that that fucking sucks that that happened to him. Oh, got, what, like his, his jaw, jaw thing, yeah. Removed. That's that was right. He was like that for like years before I think he actually died. Yeah, but he also he lived longer than Siskel. Uh, it's just bizarre that they like make them the mayor and then that like that's it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when everybody's getting their little uh, closure uh, shots, yeah, yeah, you know, where it's like you know, which are like kind of great in how cheesy they are. Yeah, you yeah. know, and how uh, shameless. Yeah, how sh- shameless. Like you know, like at one point, S- uh, Siskel mm-hmm. or Gene or whatever tells the mayor Ebert, he's like, "You know what I think of your uh, campaign? Mm-hmm. Mm, two thumbs down. Get it." And then he walks off, and it's like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> like, I just don't. It, it's so fucking weird. I just, yeah, I don't know. Is, I don't so know what weird. the end of that is. It's really not even that aggressive. It's kind of like." How mad are you? Yeah. And about what? I don't understand. It's, but it's whatever. Uh, that's one thing I like about this movie at the end when everybody's getting like cheesy ass mm-hmm. closing shots. Like, oh, I'm going to kill him. Oh, he's great. You know, the lady at uh, mm-hmm. Hank Azaria's house. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like so corny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and stuff like that just doesn't exist in such uh, uh, a heightened saturated mm-hmm. level anymore so it's kind of fun to watch stuff like that and i just remember stuff from this era and mm-hmm. how good it made me feel as a kid and it's like everybody's getting a good ending yeah yeah you know i don't know you know it's just i i, I like watching it again mm-hmm. it's fun the storyline revolving around matthew broderick and his ex-girlfriend is like it, it's clear that the filmmakers thought she was a lot more likable 
or she was intended to be a lot more likable. Yeah, she kind of comes off as really. She's pretty irredeemable. Yeah, she does you know, like she's pretty not bad like, shit. Like to... an evil character, but she's just like completely unlikable. Yeah, she's just sort of shallow. There's not, there's no like thing other than like you know like oh I really like you. You know, like, you're my college sweetheart, and it's sort of, like, sad. Matthew Broderick's still in love with his girl from, like, fucking eight years ago. And it, it's so weird because, like, she, they instantly, like, they like each other again, even though it's, like, yeah, they, didn't it you fucking on, break it up? Like, yeah. you, you broke it off, like, eight years ago. Why she are you like acting left. like, oh, my God, look, look who's on TV. Oh, my God, we have said date. It's, like, you broke off an engagement with him yeah and, uh, like without a, a word and then like he's like hey how are you doing you know it's <laughs> like he should be like you know and, and she's like are you mad and he's like yeah i guess i am pretty mad and it's like <laughs> i just don't know if i get it yeah i don't know it, it's it's just it's it's strange uh i don't i didn't find her as irritating uh this time around she's not really irritating i guess it's just like she's kind of a she just comes off as like sort of a bad person. Yeah, I mean, you know? only one thing, one bad thing happens to Matthew Broderick throughout this whole movie, and that's that he gets fired, and yeah. it's just her fault. Like, yeah, she just stole that tape. Yeah, but also it's like, did you go to the press? And it's like, no, that girl just stole the tape out of my tent. And they're like, I don't believe you. Yeah, they shouldn't have fired him. You know, that's like, that what? part was annoying oh, too. But it, that just doesn't sort of make sense. Uh, I don't know. Did we talk about worm science yet? No. It's kind of, I always found that as a weird, these movies, every Godzilla movie always has like some, like no matter how bad it is, usually they've got like some sort of interesting nuclear spin going on. How so? Like, you know, like this, he's like talking about like, oh, I've, I work on worms mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, they talk a little bit about like nuclear stuff making, making things bigger. There's always like some little add on to stuff about, nuclear waste or nuclear bombs, you know, and like the, the French people mm -hmm. in this as well uh, is, I, I don't know. It just comes off as like sort of unique. Mm -hmm. And there's always that with Godzilla movies. Like there's some, like even if the rest of the movie's bad a lot of the time, there's some like at least like kernel of an idea. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, wish it was in a better movie, but yeah. All the French guys are, are, are funny. We already talked about it, I know, but um, especially towards the end when they 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 uh they're going on their little final mission, mm -hmm. uh to and they're pretending to be American, and that doesn't quite land either. Where they're like, we are chewing gum to look more American, um, and they're like, it's like if we you look say more so, American. I, I, I've... Is Roland Emmerich? I don't think he's American, though. No. I know, but is he French or is he? I don't know what. I don't think nationality he's he is. He is German. You know, like a Nazi. Kind of scary when you think about it. But um, maybe he was like, you, Ameri you Americans love chewing gum. Yeah. You say so. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, I don't know if I, don't know if we really do. Maybe back then we did, I don't know. But uh, I like when he talks like Elvis. Mm -hmm. I used to like that as a kid. Yeah, me too. He's like, oh, thank you, sir. No, it's so fucking weird. It's so weird. And then he's like, he, he says like, oh, thank you very much, sir. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, that guy should be like, okay, pull over right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrorist. Something's it, wrong. It's such a weird route for the movie to go because, and I know that they've set it up, you know, by having uh, John Reno in previous Seems scenes. Yeah, he's all throughout but, the movie. But, um, 
it, it is really weird that like okay Matthew Broderick's like you know basically part of this military team mm-hmm. only for that military team to fire him and so he teams up with another military team to continue what he was going to do with the original team. Yeah, it's a weird turn. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a little fake, like, you know, like, oh, bottom, you know, we're at our lowest point in the end of the second act. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of like a weird little way. It really doesn't change anything, though. Like, he's really not Mm -hmm. at the worst. He just kind of got his feelings hurt by an ex And it happens too early. Like, yeah, you know, you and I both talked about it when the movie was on, but like, I always considered that, like, you know, the beginning of the end of the movie. Yeah. But if yeah. you look at the, the runtime, you're about halfway through. It's crazy. You've it's still like, oh that whole, like, you know, expedition to like the Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. you know, Godzilla babies, and then Godzilla, big Godzilla gets out. It wasn't dead and it's back and now it's chasing them. That's and another. The airplanes, like, it goes on for so long yeah. after that. And it's like, I don't, I really have anything profound to say about the baby Godzilla scene, but like, everybody's already said, like, you know, that's just Jurassic Park, and, yeah. like... The effects don't look great a lot of the time. Yeah, above all, it's just fucking wrong for this. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, wasted... You've got... Godzilla takes up plenty. Mm-hmm. You can, like, you've got... You've already got plenty going on. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. Besides, like, you know, the sequel baiting at the end, you know, not being too sudden, you know... Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the The babies and the eggs and stuff... Don't do too much for a movie. I do remember enjoying that a lot as a kid, though. Yeah, yeah, I do. I did like the thrilling, like going into destroyed Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. and uh, all the eggs and stuff. I think that was the part I liked fast forwarding through. Really, as a kid, that's funny. I don't, you know, I want Godzilla. I don't want things that are people sized. Yeah, yeah, boring. It what is- were what were they thinking? <laughs> It is misguided. It's just like a, a totally coked out like idea of mm-hmm. whatever, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. You know, but um And it's also like not done very well. Like there's all these scenes when like the baby Godzilla's like should be killing these people and for some reason they're, they're just, just like, like creeping. Ah, you know, yeah. moving around slowly, you know, they're killing they kill off the, the killable characters very fast. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't, you know, leave them around to make mm-hmm. you wonder, like, are they going to get killed? They kill them instantly, and then they just leave the main cast alive yeah. the whole time. Even when there's, like, a crowd of them around, like, an elevator, they're just creeping towards them. And the part with the chandeliers. That sucks. That is, like. <laughs> That's so lame. That does not work at all. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, there's a room full of them. How are we going to get out? It's like, okay, you drop the chandeliers, but. Why yeah, why beyond they, that why are they not eating you? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, it doesn't it doesn't <sighs> work out very well. I yeah. enjoyed it as a child though. Um but yeah, it's like a big chunk of the movie that you could p- pretty much just cut. Mhm. You know. Um so much of the movie. It really is. It takes a lot up, of like running up and down, you know, the or the going up and down elevators and like running around those like halls. Yeah. You know, and by the time you get to like the basketballs and the, you know, gumball machine, yeah, you know, getting tipped over, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also just doesn't make a ton of sense. And they're like, they can smell the fish on us. It's like over the smell of fish 
all over the ground. Right. Yeah. You know, like uh, all right. There's a nice cheesy like, you know, like I'm here in Madison Square Garden, and here's my redemption. Right. Yeah. Which is just getting what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh. But whatever. And then they get out, and then the movie kind of like clicks back into what it was doing before. Yeah. 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 Godzilla just comes back after they killed it with submarines. Uh, which is also, uh, when I was a child, I understood that as there was two Godzillas, and I never understood what asexual meant. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, because I was fucking like seven. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was like, well, that's how they had all the babies. There's two of them, a mom and dad. And the one that gets shot by missiles or uh, torpedoes, probably the m- dad. <laughs> I was like, Dad, because then Mom gets mad that her baby's yeah. dead. Honestly, um, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, I was like, because you could, because also the shit of like, you know, oh, it, we lost it. It's hiding, you know, is also like, well, I guess there can just be two, mm-hmm. you know, but it seems like, you know, they, they shoot it with rockets and then it's like they're playing like, you know, like, they play like sad music when it's mm-hmm. like, you know, looks dead in the water. Yeah, they show a shot of it like just, drifting through the water like yeah completely dead and it's like okay uh so yeah the movie's just sort of the fucking asexual angle doesn't make any fucking sense i mean it's just like okay and i guess that's like another thing they're stealing from jurassic park but yeah you know just like it's got it's pregnant you know yeah it's going to have babies that's just born pregnant yeah all right like you know, and it, it would be one thing if it was like laying like one egg or something. Yeah, like yeah. it uses all of its you know energy to right. to, to do all that. Give but, birth. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, not that that this no, is yeah. like pretty low down on the list of like complaints, but you know, it's something like if I were writing a movie, I'd be like, this is it. Like it's just it yeah, can infinitely it, it, reproduce. Yeah, like, tons of eggs. It's like, and it's just too much. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like we don't. You don't need to up the stakes from where it already is. In that way, you don't. No, yeah, it's like this thing. It's like you give Godzilla that ability to fucking reproduce infinitely, but like you take away his fucking atomic breath. Yeah, it's 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 just fucking weird, Mm -hmm. weird, weird choices. Yeah, bizarre. You know about the thing about how uh, they added like the the fire fire breath stuff Mm -hmm. because. Test screenings went so horribly. I feel like I've heard about that before, but it yeah, makes p- sense. People were mad. Yeah, I that imagine. He couldn't it's breathe like, fire, and so like they added that. Things. It's like he has a little laser fire. Even as a kid, that bugged me. Yeah, it, it me bugged too. me that I couldn't tell if he really was doing that. Yeah, they were if... kind of half assing him, being like, ah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, why strip that from? Like, this isn't a realistic. Right, yeah. Movie, you know, it's like, whatever, man. It's just. Mm-hmm. A series of fucking bizarre mm-hmm. decisions. And I like this movie, and I, you do too, I'm pretty sure, yeah. about as much as me. But, you know, there is, like, a prevailing, like, how cool could this have been? Yeah. If they, like, relented and were like, okay, we'll make him, like, you know, bigger and give him fire breath and put another monster, like, a new monster in there for him to fight. It's like, could this have been, like, really, really cool? It could have been better for sure. It's just, you know, it's like you got big American dollars mm-hmm. going into the, you know, and the best people in the business, literally. Mm-hmm. And they're just deciding to do weird shit with it. Yeah. 
you know, just sort of inexplicable weird shit. And, you know, people who aren't too into Godzilla are doing it, which isn't necessarily like the worst thing you could do if they're talented. Right. If they've got like an original take on it. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like, I've never liked this about Godzilla. So I saw it as my opportunity to add this to Godzilla. It doesn't feel like that. It just feels like I didn't like Godzilla. So I made the Godzilla movie. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's just mm-hmm. not it's weird. This movie's really dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna talk it up too much, but I, I really do love the way it feels. All those people in Hank Azaria's house when I was a child, I thought that was his family. Mm-hmm. Home alone style. I thought you know, I think there's like, you know, like kids from every race and creed mm-hmm. <laughs> fact in there, and I'm like, that's his family. Yeah. <laughs> like it seems like a crazy guy could have a crazy family. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. I don't know. There's a cozy feeling to certain bits of this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you like the part when she says, it's Gojira, you moron? And it's Find Gojira, you moron! Oh, God. That's so fucking, like, that makes me fucking wince now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Gojira, you moron! <laughs> Which is like, ah, ow, you know. Yeah. Godzilla. Hello. <laughs> I inexplicably stole your bit. Like, yeah. It's Gojira, you moron. It's like, well, the movie's called Godzilla. I don't know. So, whatever. I don't it, that. I don't know where that came from. That line, just like, yeah. You know, were you trying to be like respectful? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. What I, was, don't, I don't know what you were doing. What was the logic behind including that? Like, not even Godzilla fans would ever say anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, everybody's just cool with him being called Godzilla. Yeah, it's like... A, including a, the Japanese people that made him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why... Why are you fucking Why go out of out? your way to have a white lady... It's Gojira, you moron. Yeah, which, of course, white... You know, someone white would mm-hmm. make the distinction. White women be like... <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I love the non-sequitur... Uh, there's certain like non sequitur lines in this. The most famous of which is that's a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. You know, which nostalgia critic had a fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> you know conniption <laughs> yeah. at which you know it it's like it is a really dumb like just like a weird like what. But there's so many fucking parts in the movie like that. Just yeah. like the Elvis thing. He's like, yeah. Elvis movies. He, Elvis Presley. He was the king. He was the king. And it's Cut. like, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's like, what? Yeah. Just, <laughs> the fuck? You know, uh, I like John Renault a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I love him. But yeah, there's tons of moments like that throughout the whole movie. Um, I love it when at the end, the like the the one like, fatter scientist kisses that girl who's like you know Matthew Broderick is sexy Mm -hmm. she like kisses him like out of nowhere and then she's like oh no oh no and it's like what as a kid I always thought like she was supposed to end up with Matthew Broderick really it would make make sense sense. yeah because she's you know why would he end up with his ex-girlfriend yeah who ended up screwing him over and she was like Mm. a person who genuinely liked him the scientist yeah. lady. It's like, I don't know. And also, like, just why would you have that if it wasn't going to go anywhere? Yeah. Like, I think you're cute. It's like, okay, thank you. On to the next thing. Yeah, no. This is a great movie. 
It's a great movie. Do you know how many Don Fries you're going to give it? I don't know. Been I don't know about either. It. It's weird. Do you want to get into that? I've been kicked in the head by a horse a few times. I don't know. It's it's weird, you know, because we, j- we said, like, it isn't as bad as everybody says, and then we proceeded to talk for an hour about things that are bad or weird about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love it for its flaws because it fucks up at a, at a high-dollar level. Mm-hmm. which uh, can sometimes be great. It really is just like, it has no idea, it has no shame. At times, it is coked out of its mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's 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 like a fucking cozy little, you know, uh, fulfillment machine mm-hmm. type of piece of entertainment where it's just like, you know, doing whatever, you know, a blockbuster's supposed to do, whatever mm-hmm. it thinks a blockbuster's supposed to do kind of coherently doing it and all this talent and fucking money is going into it. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's just not turning out to anything. It's not amounting to much, but, uh, you know, we have like a personal love for this movie. I, I don't, it's like, you know, I, I, I think about this movie and I'm like, ha, ah, ah, Godzilla 98. Yeah. I like that, you know, but also, you know, you, you watch it and it's like, that is so fucking stupid. Right, you know, yeah. you'll you'll. That's what I find myself thinking. But I love it. You know, it'll try to. I love when it tries to pull, like you know, like what have we done? Yeah, at the end, like out of, it tries to pull that out of its ass. Like <laughs> we've killed it, you know. And it's like you went to pretty great lengths to you know make sure that there was no sadness about killing. Right, it. Like, yeah. You were ne- nobody ever brought up the point, like you know, like it's just trying to find a home. Or something. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to do the same? You yeah. Know? <laughs> Some bullshit like that. They don't even do that. They just like shoot it and then everybody's like, all of them. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I feel like a fucking, uh, I'm feeling a five, you know, because it's like I feel one way and the other way just as strongly. Like, this is a stupid piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But also, I, I love it, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. partially for sentimental reasons, but also because it's it's kind of unique. Mm-hmm. In the ways in which it's bad, like cheesy, in a way that, you know, you can almost kind of miss and appreciate now that it's out of the zeitgeist. Yeah. And and people, this is also one where, you know, we've got a little bit of time before people consider this uh, nostalgic in the way that they do, like, pieces of shit from, like, the early 90s or late 80s, I feel like, or, like, this type of blockbuster, you know, before they end up liking stupidity like this, mm-hmm. high dollar, you know symphonic score swell yeah type of stuff uh so it i don't know just watching it and sort of thinking back on it is there's a a, a genuine feeling to it all mm-hmm. yeah five out of ten i feel right in the middle but like i like it mm-hmm. at the same time yeah for me yeah it's not like um quality wise the best but it is entertaining Mm-hmm. It never fails to be entertaining. You know, it might fail to be the perfect piece of entertainment or the perfect version of what it's trying to be, mm-hmm. but it is entertaining and it's fun. And also, in addition to just being my gateway into the whole franchise, it, it also, like, it opened the floodgates for the Millennium movies and beyond. You know, I kind of think about it as, like, you know, those videos of, like, people falling on a treadmill and then, you know, it sends them rocketing back into a yeah. wall. You know, that's kind of what the franchise was doing. You know, it this was, you know, it hitting the treadmill and then it just 
yeah. takes off into the millennium movies <laughs> you know it, it just made that start so much and like the millennium movies in particular like are a big part of my childhood yeah and it's just yeah. Like, i don't know like a big i view it as a big flashy transition from the old to the new yeah, and sense. um I don't know, I really like it in that way, and I like that it's also been something that the franchise has kind of struggled to cope with. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. have, like, the weird and, like, semi-inclusion in Final Wars and uh, GMK, and then, like, I, I don't know, I, you know, half the people don't want to consider this a Godzilla movie. Like, there's that fucking tired old argument of, like, yeah, it's a good monster movie, it's just not a Godzilla movie. You know, which it's I think Godzilla. I, I think James Rolfe had a hand in, you know, Warming. yeah, making that like a popular, you know, consensus, mm-hmm. which is fucking bullshit. It's just Godzilla movies. Just half of Godzilla yeah. movies are not good Godzilla movies. You know, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd give this a six out of ten. I really like it. This is, you know, still a very comforting movie to me. Yeah. You know, I put it on when I'm having a freak out, you know. Yeah, when you're rocking it, back and forth yeah. and punching holes in the wall. Punching myself in the side of the head. <laughs> uh, yeah, this soothes me. Don't know where I'm going with that. But for our next movie, we'll be watching the next Godzilla movie that was made after this movie, which is Godzilla 2000. Oh, 